Hello everyone, welcome to Let Fear Bounce. This is Kim Langling, your host. Join me today as I welcome in Brenda Dempsey of Book Brilliance Publishing. She's coming to us from the United Kingdom and she is a thriver, action woman, and spirited leader. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and listen in to the show. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Let Fear Bounce. This is Kim Langling, your host. Today I have with me the lovely Brenda Dempsey. She is coming to us from the United Kingdom. So after 25 years, Brenda left her beloved teaching position to take up the challenge of building an I Can revolution of 10 million spirited leaders who are raising their voices of courage, impacting change, and creating extraordinary results for themselves, others, and the world through imagination, innovation, and influence. And she has recently created her new business, Book Brilliance Publishing, a publisher with a difference for writers, speakers, and entrepreneurs, a partnership publishing house that puts its authors at the heart so they can partner their way to success. Business brilliance on a global stage where you drive and we navigate. I absolutely love how you have that worded for your publishing company. And you did just recently start that less than a year ago, didn't you, Brenda? And by the way, welcome. Welcome to Let Fear Bounce. Oh, thanks, Kim. I'm absolutely delighted to be here um, talking to yourself and for your audience. Um, it's just, it's my dream. I'm on a, a global, you know, it's, it's all about getting the message across globally. So we all need to, to hear that. And thanks for your kind words of introduction. Oh, no problem. I want to hear about your book, Brilliance Publishing House, please. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I'm an author in my own right, and uh, I've been part of anthologies. In fact, I was part of an anthology by an American lady, and um, we got international bestsellers for that. So that was great. I know, fantastic, you know, great American influence. And, um, and what happened, what transpired was I decided I would create such a book because I'm all about the voice. I'm all about voicing your truth, being free to speak without judgment, you know, without any ridicule and speak your truth. But truth is swamped in love. It's swamped in responsibility. It's not just saying what you like because you just think it. There's responsibility with the words that come out of our mouth. Um, so therefore, as long as we're not um, intentional to hurt someone or say something that's like truly controversial then speak your truth speak your truth many people in this world can't they don't live in countries where um free speech is just not possible and we we've seen a lot of that in the last few years and particularly with the pandemic so anyway um what happened was um, more and more people were associating me with um books and writing and being confident and all of that and it came to pass in um, january someone asked me to help them sort of ghostwrite semi-ghostwrite a book with them and i'd been working with a publisher for 18 months by this time i wasn't working for but i was work working alongside and um, kind of partnership type thing um, and what happened was pandemic came the publisher that I was working with kind of 
put everything on hold and I had these books and people coming to me so I thought I don't really want to be a publisher that's too much responsibility <laughs> I thought no I'll help I can help people right I can advise them on business because I'm a business mentor you know I can and do all these wonderful things to give them self-belief and create a business so that they can be happy successful and prosperous that's what I'm all about but then People were being furloughed and I, uh, the two ladies that I work with are, are central to my team. They um, were furloughed and they didn't know that they would have a job uh, any longer. Right. And um, so in April, the end of April, I sat here one day like I'm just now and I thought, oh my God, well, I do publishing. As I mentioned it to my partner, he goes, I've been telling you to do books for the last three years, you know. <laughs> so I thought, do you know what? I took a deep breath and I thought there's a, do a golden door of opportunity. Now, when you've got a growth mindset, you see those opportunities and you take them. And I thought, well, I can do everything that I love doing. I was a teacher for 25 years, so I can help people write, have that discipline. So I can do that, I can write books with people. I can, I know the publishing business, so I could help them get the book to market. But also as a business owner, I knew about marketing and PR and the absolute, the, the, the extreme importance of doing that. So I thought, do you know what? I've got three amazing talents and skill sets here. Why not? Let's do it. So I had a conversation with the girls. They just jumped right in with me. And lo and behold, Book Brilliance Publishing was launched on June the 22nd. We spent the first six weeks or so building a business foundation that would be solid, built on values, vision and mission. So there's values being integrity, being collaboration and reliability because what was happening we were hearing too many stories from people who died self-published and it just flopped because they've got no guidance they don't know what they're doing um but people are attracted to it. it's inexpensive and they can get a book out any old town but then they soon realize any old town books done in 30 days um doesn't create longevity and because i'm all about quality um, we thought, right, partnership publishing, where we say you're in the driving seat and we navigate and we partner our way to success. So we bring two geniuses together, two great brains, we co-create and we create something that's um, valuable to um, the world. They've got a message, all of those. We get a lot of children's books because I was a teacher um, and we have some fiction, um, but a lot of self-help books, a lot of business books. And for me, I would say that is really, I'm in my comfort zone there, as well as the children's books, without a shadow of a doubt. So that's how it all came about. You know, it wasn't that I sat here going, I want to be a publisher, I want to be a publisher. No, the universe has right. got a, a path for me. And because I've learned to accept, know and trust, I just go, right, what, what is my job today? What are you wanting me to do? And I'm telling you, Kim, it's been the best decision I made, even although I was resistant. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, my life is totally um, topped itself and I am so busy. <laughs> and, you know, and I think that is just absolutely beautiful. I love, love the story because that was literally, what, seven months ago, eight months ago. Yeah, and and, you're, and you're, you're absolutely thriving with it. And you know, I found myself in a weird situation in November where I was let go from my job due to COVID and all of this. Yeah. And I had a plan, my, you know, silly me making a plan for a year or two to leave 
that job and do my own thing, which is writing and, you know, doing collaborative book projects and stuff, because that's my niche. That's my passion. That's what I love doing. Been doing it for a long time. And the situation was taken out of my hands when I was let go. And I thought, okay, well, my two, one to two year plan, I guess, is starting right now. Yeah. And I, I never had that thought, never had that thought where I was frantic thinking, oh, I have to find another job. I have to find another job. My immediate thought was, well, I'm going to do my thing now then. I'm not going to wait another year or two. It's, it's now or never for me is how I felt. And I, I have went in such a different direction than I thought, but it's simply because like you said, things were coming on your path and doors were opening and I'm going, well, I would be silly not to take that opportunity mm. or mm. to grasp onto it. So I, I just, I love, I love hearing that. And I've heard that from several people, actually more than several that they have come across wonderful opportunities during this incredibly strange time in our world. And um, I know that you had, last time you and I talked, we had talked for, it was a, for a totally different reason. It was for the Motivate magazine, actually, yeah. um, global magazine. Um, but you had mentioned that you were working on currently at that time, working on a collaborative book project. So how's that coming along? Um, that's great. Resilient voices. Yes. And um, so this is, um, I like, you know, I'm a bit of a philanthropist, you know, and um, I'm always doing some kind of project or other. So last year I did Voices of Joy. See, I keep telling you, voices means everything to me. Yes. And um, so that was great. And that was just a little uh, live book. It was three minute videos by many people across the world. Um, you see, talking about what joy means to them. So it was easy for people to do, so they committed to it. So, but with COVID, the number of deaths around the world and here in the UK, and I'm sure it's the same there in the US, um, that our health service are second to none. And they have, they've, they've seen so many lives lost, but equally they've saved many, many lives and they're all working at capacity. Right. So I felt, you know, resilience, bounce back ability. I have that in oodles with the life that I've led. And I've learned that there's no other way but to bounce, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you, it's, it's in your let for your bounce, you know. You have to let it bounce. And here's the thing for your listeners. When you bounce and you hit that solid ground, do you know what? It doesn't matter how deep you go. Because the deeper you go, actually, the higher you bounce. So the greater your adversity, the greater the darkness, the greater the feelings, the higher you bounce and the more you have to give. And then you start to see things clearly. Because if you're not bouncing back, you, you, you're stuck in the mire, you're stuck in the treacle, you're not rising high enough. You know, so if you take a ball and, and you really hit it hard, if you just do it like it comes up, but the harder you hit it, the higher it, it, it rises and we're the same. So, so for me, I thought, okay, let me give back this time. Why not? Because I'm a queen of anthologies. Why not? Let's just do an anthology. I'm a publisher. I can publish it. And let's, you know, let's ask people to contribute a thousand words um, about how they face 2020. What was the challenge for them? How did their mindset and their spirit help them cope? overcome 
And what did they manage to achieve despite that? So that's that bounce back ability. Yeah. What have they learned? What have they learned? What are they taking forward into 2021 and beyond? So I thought that would be a great book for many, many, many people. There's millions and billions of people. And, you know, it's a book that could get translated, I'm sure. Um, because people need to hear these stories of bounce back ability. They need to hear what ordinary people are doing to create extraordinary lives and create a different life. So I've now got a life that was not on my radar 12 months ago. Yeah. But here I am. Publisher, you know, doing amazing things, helping dreams come true. I realized that when, you know, we've started having books published now and um, on our bookshelf. And it was when one of my first authors said, Oh, this is a dream come true. I couldn't have imagined it any better than what you've helped me achieve. I, that really touched me. I thought, Oh my God, when I left education five years ago, I wanted to help women make their dreams come true but it seemed a bit of a cliche a bit of like you know dreams come true do you know what I mean right but actually hearing those simple words utter from the mouth of well a woman particularly although we do have men as well was just it hit me home and it really created such joy you know it brought tears of joy because yeah. I tend to cry with joy not with um <laughs> Not with sadness, you know, I don't tend to cry with sadness, but joy, that spirit, that spirit of enlightenment and peace that joy brings and love. Um that 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 that's priceless. That's priceless. It you know? is, it is. I agree. So, I agree. Yeah, so so for then on, I thought, right, let's just do what's my project this year going to be, Brenda? You know, this is about Christmas Eve or something. I'm sitting, sitting thinking about this, you know, and um, I thought, okay, oh, voices and resilience. Oh, why not voices of resilience? I didn't like that. I thought, but what about resilient voices? We're still in the same theme. I thought, yes. So I spoke to a couple of people, and it was yes, 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 yes. And yeah. so, so therefore, we've got a book that's going to be launched on the, I think it's the fifth of July, um, which or is it June? Sorry, I've forgotten already. Either the 5th of June or July. It might be the 5th of June, which is the, the 75th anniversary of our NHS here in the UK. And um, although I've got people from around the world contributing, um, it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's just the whole knowing that you're doing it in the sense of saying thank you. Because what we're going to do, I haven't charged anybody for being part of an anthology. And usually there's a charge to be one of those. Mm -hmm. So I haven't charged people to be part of it. And I'm going to put up the money myself to publish the book. And any money made from it is going to go to the NHS. So that's my giving back, you know? Yes, and, and that, is, that is beautiful. And I, and I think it's absolutely wonderful. Um, and then you're able to take the reins and do something like that. And how many, how many people, how many women do you have in this or people in this, in this? Well, it's people because it's men. And, uh, so I started off at 30, but it might end up 40. Oh, <laughs> I'm kind of going to cap, cap it at that because the book will become too big to read, you know? Right. Um, uh, so, so yes, so who knows? Those that don't make the resilient voices, watch out because I'm sure there'll be another one next year. Oh, I, I, have, have, I have no doubt that you're going to keep on going. <laughs> well, I do, ha I do have two other books, um, and because most of my books are women only, I I'm going to be creating a book for men only because I want to have balance. 
Um, and that's why Resilient Voices is both men and women. But uh, I'm going to create another book called Voices of Strength, and that's male stories. So men who have um, connected um, within and are embracing spirituality and, and, and building and creating and building business with a different mindset. You know, chasing, uh, changing the face of leadership. I just wrote a, a, an article today for a, a magazine uh, in the, for the Middle East um, around leadership because that's huge in the Middle East just now, and particularly for women. So it had it started off with a male flavour, but soon turned to female. You know, um, so that's important for me. And then I do have a big book that I want to do. It'll probably be next year called Voices of Wisdom, and that will be all leadership. So I'll be looking for people who are making a, a significant difference in our world for that book. So yeah, and then by that time, I'll have, I'll have one, two, three, four, that'll be five books in that series. So I might stop it there and then yeah. find another. Something else. <laughs> you can always come up with another three to five. Well, there's, there's, there's also voices of love. What can I say? Every, yeah, it could be voices of every. Yeah, you, you've you got all kinds of directions you can go yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's there's a lot, you know, but, um, you know, and, and for me, so I'm currently working with a, a, a new brander at the moment. And um, and that's quite interesting because when she met me and got to know me and she went, oh, you need a dual brand. I'm not, we can't just brand book brilliance because what about Brenda Dempsey? Because you're the one that's making the difference. Yes, book brilliance, publishing makes a difference to people's lives because it's not just a book. It's all about marketing PR. It's a business. So it's uh, entrepreneurship. You know, it's more than just going, oh, I've got a book. So what? Right. What you got to do with that book? So you know, so for me, so we just had a conversation today. We were talking about like Simon Sinek. He's the he's the wise man. Uh, Bren Brown. She's vulnerability. Um, we've got um a Marissa Pierce. You know, she's oh, I forgot what she was. And then she went. And then you've got Brenda Dempsey. I can because all my life since I was a six-year-old, I've been saying I can. And um, and that's what I give to people as a teacher above my blackboard for for um 25 years. Blackboard, that's showing you my age, you know, the board. <laughs> oh, I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> blackboard, whiteboard, whatever you want to call it, you know. Um uh were two words, and those two words were always I can. So uh, so I'm now going to be dubbed I can queen. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Now you have to you know you have to you have to get yourself a crown made. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a little crown up the stair that I like to put on, you know. When at, 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 I'm known at for when I launch books, I wear my crown. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I have I have a crown myself. I, I'm the queen. I am I am the queen of my own realm here. So I have my absolutely. own crown. We you know, all need crowns. We all need crowns, and you know, it's great. And I remember years ago. I met a girl, I think she was from New York, and every Friday it was um, Wear a Crown Friday. And she would take pictures of herself wearing a crown on a, fri a Friday and putting them out there and little glasses of champagne and all sorts of stuff. You know, so it's really, really important that um, we step into that sovereignty because that's who we are. And it's just such a shame that we put all the layers of onion on us and the core's hidden and your, your diamond's not sparkling and shining and your brilliance just doesn't emanate. So my, my whole purpose in life is to help people 
emanate their brilliance, their sparkle, their joy, whatever word right. resonates with you. But that's, you know, that's my thing, you know, giving people the belief that they can do something and the confidence to action it, you know, so. Yeah. I think it's it's wonderful. And I, you know, and it's, it's what I have found over the last few months in talking with people on this, on this show, there are an awful lot of people saying that that's what they want to do now. And I've never asked the question, why didn't you do it before? You know, not in a negative way or anything, but every mm -hmm. this, this whole, the way the world has shifted in the last year almost has really changed people's mindset. Mine was always helping. I'm always out there helping and wanting to support and encourage. That's just how I've always been. And especially for the last 25 years, I'm always helping in, you know, in the veteran community in my area, yeah. um, helping, helping those in need, you know, homeless veterans, helping them in need. So yeah. that's part of my heart. But now that I'm, you know, this, this whole world has changed, I'm seeing even more things that I can do. And yes. now that I'm not in that nine to five anymore, there's more. That's why I started this podcast. Thinking we've got to get the word out there. You know, we've got to let fear mounts, you know, and I just love talking to people with like minds like you, because one person is someone had someone said to me once and it wasn't said in a nice way. They said, who do you think you are thinking you can change the world? And I remember, I remember looking at this person and I said, I may not be able to change the world, but I can change one person's world. And if we all strived to do that, by golly, the whole darn world would change. Well, actually, I would, I would say um, that it starts closer at home because yes. the minute we change, we give permission for other people to change. And that is what radiates out when people see that we ourselves have gone through a transformation and we're changing then but equally you could say to that person and who am i not to change the world because if every single person thought they could change the world guess what would happen the world would change exactly <laughs> exactly we wouldn't even need to do anything because we change ourselves first yes you know, um, I think it's Osho said, you know, there's an ocean, one drop in the ocean, but we've got a whole ocean inside one drop. And that's who we are. Oh, I'm tingling, you know, because we're part of the universe, but we ourselves are the universe. We're made from the same matter. We're made from the same matter as the planets, the stars, you know, that carbon that we are, the coal that, the, that brings out the diamond when the pressure has just been enough and reveals a diamond. And then when you get a diamond cutter, like people like you and I, who help shape people's minds, hearts, and souls, then we bring out their brilliance. We, allow, we, we show them that they are free to sparkle. Now, everybody in this planet deserves that, you know? Yes. So um, it's, it's so, so important. And you, you said you, you worked with the homeless um the veterans. So I myself have a homeless charity called Helping Handbags Worldwide because I was homeless. I was homeless. That's my big story. Being homeless with four children, you know, no money, nothing. The clothes I stood up in and um, having to go to ref refuge and all sorts of things. Um, and, and now I find myself in the last four months, three, four months, three months or so, I'm now part of an international consortium 
for domestic peace. The phrase I coined, because who wants to be reminded of the domestic abuse or domestic violence? Nobody does. Right. We don't. We want to strive for the positive. And what does everybody have a right to in this world? Is domestic peace, is to live in peace. You right. know, whether that's in, you know, we've got too many countries that are war-torn, we've got too many people still um, living under oppression. There's so much. But peace, peace is one one level away from enlightenment because I'm a big, big um, follower of Dr. David Hawkins' work, Map of Consciousness, you know, um, force versus, just what's the other one? Force versus power. And, um, and we have all of that inside of us. And, you know, I mean, you said, why have you not done something before that, that rhetorical question you posed? The reason is, is because we're not ready. Right. And I know that because I created a program three years ago and I was talking to my brander today, my business advisor, and um, we spoke about things and we're talking about this book that I'm writing that's coming out on the 1st of August. And um, when she was talking about stars and all sorts of things, I went, I've got something I'm going to show you. So I went and I dug out um, the, the whole concept that I created three years ago. And oh my God, it's my whole book. It's my whole philosophy in life. It's everything. And I'm like, <laughs> why am I sitting here not making use of something that's obviously part of me, it's inside of me. It's based on everything who Brenda Demp says. And actually all of it is who we all are, more or less, you know. Right. We've all got our own little nuances, but a lot of it, like an I can mindset, for example, finding your voice, all of these are so important to your confidence, your conviction, your strength, all of that. And here on these six pages is the whole plan for my book and my brand. And I'm like, oh my God. And so, so my business, <laughs> my business advisor and brand, she's jumping up and down, she's going, see, it's all there, it's all there. But even although I wrote it and I believed in it three years ago, I wasn't ready. I wasn't big right. enough. I had to grow. I have grown considerably since starting this business. And I've always been confident and I'm not a, a shrinking violet, as you can hear. But I still wasn't in my full power. And yep. now I believe with the experience and what I'm seeing around me and knowing, looking back, reflection's huge. Looking back, I'm ready I'm ready to take that torch right. that of light and stand up. You know, do you know like the the, the movies, the M, not not MGM, what's the Paramount or something? You know where the woman she holds the torch up? A bit, I suppose it's a bit of take on the Statue of Liberty. Um, so for me, I'm ready. I'm ready with my torch now. I'm ready to stand in that power and I'm ready to lead. So um, that's important for me. Um, but it's taken, you know, I'm 63 now, and um, it's taken those 60 years to get this confident, to have this conviction, to believe it's it's something that only life can teach you and only time um, it presents to you. Yeah. Yes, we do have younger women, of course, who are brilliant with young children. We just, we just need to look at Greta Thunberg, Malala, um, the young... 
uh, Afghanistan girl was shot in the face by the Taliban, who now is an activist. She's won the Nobel Peace Prize, the youngest Nobel Peace Prize winner at the age of 17. She now is a champion for education and women's rights, you know, in, in the Middle East and that. So, you know, we, we, we have these women coming through and oh my God, are they going to be powerful? Oh, they're yes. powerful just now. And they're, they're still, well, I think um, Greta Thunberg turned 18 the other day and Malala's about 22 now or something like that. You know, the young, young, young women. Yeah. So, um, but there, there's, there's a few of them, but they're the leaders today for tomorrow. They are changing the face of women on this planet, particularly in those countries where women are still suppressed. Right. You know? So we've got to champion them. You know, we've got to champion them. No, I agree. I agree. They and they they are they're blazing trails. They are definitely blazing trails. And oh. I I full heartedly agree with you know holding the torch. And you you had mentioned you said you're 63 years old. I'm going to be turning 53 here in just a few days. And it took me a while. <laughs> it took me a while to sit there and say, you know what? I'm stepping into my own light. I'm putting my crown on. And I'm going to step into my own light. I know what I have. I know the experience that I have behind me and the success that I can, can move forward and to build yeah. that, but yeah. not only myself, but for others as well to give them in you, as you keep saying, to give them a voice. I'm always saying we can change this world one story at a time. Yes. Giving people, you know, giving people the platform to share their words, to share their voices, spreading light. And I always say, We've got to continue tossing nuggets of goodness. Yeah, so absolutely. Saying, these little nuggets of goodness, and we toss them in the water, and it causes that ripple effect. And it's just, it might be a slow, gentle one, or heck, it could even be a wave sometimes. It could be know? a tsunami. <laughs> yes, you can toss a boulder in the water and cause a big, massive wave and say, we are making a difference. We are letting our light shine. And Oh, I get all wound up about this. It's so fun. It's so fun talking to you. But the same, and that—that's why we're talking today, isn't it? Because we're such like-minded, and you know, yeah. we've got a similar vision. And you know, you've got—you have got, you have got so much. You have so much. We have to do this again. You have to come back on again because I have yeah. notes written, and we're running out of time. And I have all these notes written, and I'm thinking, all right, that's a whole nother episode. So if you're open to it, I would love to have you on again. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, as I said, I'm not shy. And <laughs> if I've got a message, you know, we're not here forever. We're creating legacies. So let's create a legacy around our experiences and share our wisdom. And that's that's the difference between women of our age and somebody like 22, 32. And um, yes, they're intelligent. I mean. Oh my God! Um, or oh what's the name? The the girl Gorman at the um, it did the poem at the inauguration of uh, Joe Biden. I, what what an amazing young lady! Oh, what's her first name? It's Gorman. I can't remember her name. Anyway, she she you know her dream is to be the president of the United States, and you know what? With her mind, the the maturity that she used to write oh that poem, those words. I mean, I, honest to God, I was like clapping. So you know, was I. I'm a, wordsmith. I'm a wordsmith. And she, she fused intelligence, spiritual intelligence, emotional intelligence, more than, I don't know if I can say this, I might get locked up for it, but more than some of the women's centers, you know? Yes. She showed more 
promise, hope, and absolute compassion for life and for others. Yes. And that everything was possible if they oh. dared to dream. And that's, you know, we'll go back to Martin Luther King, you know, I had a dream. We still have that dream, you know? Yeah. And we're still, I don't like to use the word fighting. That's not the right word, I think. But we're still, we're still pulling that and the thing is you know I, I know it's a big thing in America but I, I think it, it's actually global we all want to live and there's why is there so many uprisings today right because people are, are, have had enough of oppression uh, they want democracy they want uh, the voice to be heard right you know yes that's a human right that's a human right if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs we've got a right to be heard and understood to be understood Right. And not just to be looked over or placated or placated to, you know, condescend people looking at you with condescension. And yeah, you're absolutely. right. No, we've we've got voices and they need to be heard. And by golly, I'm glad there's people like you and me out there and many more that are they're taking yeah, up that lot, church, yeah. you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're going to let it shine, lady. Let it shine. Let it shine. I think that's the song. <laughs> Thank you so much for being oh, on with me today. This was brilliant. I loved it. We will definitely have to catch up again. I definitely want you to, to be on uh, the show again sometime soon because I want to hear more about your books that you're putting out. Since you are very busy, you are very busy getting those books together. So that is absolutely wonderful. Love, love, love it. So uh, thank you again for being on and I hope you have a beautiful rest of the day. Thank you so much. You too. Thank, Thank you. Totally. you. Much love to all your listeners.